but if you have core principles and you have a few customer insights and you design experiments around that your chances of success become that much higher it's not to say that they will always succeed i am proud of the flipkart failures right including flight and paysapi yeah. our first launch of large uh, consumable goods and so on you failed enormous number of times welcome to next big world radio We're one of India's longest-running media platforms documenting startups, technology, product, and digital transformation. We bring multiple lenses to entrepreneurship, scaling businesses, mindfulness, and much more. Our mission and mantra is singular: build, grow, repeat. Welcome to the Ashish Sena Show. Our guest for this episode is Mikin Maheshwari, the founder and CEO of Udyam Learning Foundation. An engineer by education, Mikin has had entrepreneurial roles throughout his career. Notably, he joined Flipkart in 2009 to head technology. After having built a strong technology foundation and a great team, he moved on to running two new businesses before finally heading their HR for his last two years at Flipkart. Now at Udyam which is a not for profit organization he is focused on inculcating an entrepreneurial mindset amongst school students as well as enabling micro entrepreneurs with consulting and group coaching This interview is being released in two parts the first part zeroes in on Makin's journey with Flipkart while the upcoming second half will focus on his second innings with Udyam and his views on revamping India's flawed education system In this conversation with Ashish Sinha founder and ceo of next big what you will hear about the successes as well as the failures that making dealt with at flipkart leading a number of products including paysapi and a music streaming service you will also get to know the inner details of the journey of scaling flipkart from a tiny bookshop to the behemoth that it eventually became get ready for a deep dive from which you are sure to come away with lessons that will help you in your own product and scaling journey cool Welcome, uh, Mikin, to the next award radio and video show. <laughs> Thank you, Ashish. So, uh, let's split this conversation into two parts. Mm-hmm. One is your learnings from Flipkart, mm-hmm. because uh, I believe you joined Flipkart in two thousand nine, right? I mean, when it was really small. Yeah. Right? And you were part of the entire journey, the whole scale up journey, and then we we'll talk about Udyam, right? So. Uh, so first of all, if you could give a quick introduction of what you have done and uh, uh, the journey so far. Sure. Um, I grew up all across the country. I did my engineering and then started working in internet companies. Yahoo was my first job. Yeah. Uh, mostly focused on data and building distributed systems. Then worked at a startup. Found Yahoo to be too slow. So uh, yeah. Quit <laughs> and joined the startup as the first hire. uh had fun uh, built a bunch of things one of the things that we built scaled up uh, got acquired stayed with the acquiring company for a year again found it to be too slow it was an american company and said oh yeah let's uh, and then started looking for a co-founder to start something uh, back then my thinking was kya chat technology aati hai find mm-hmm. a business co-founder and you can start uh, but i was open to meeting interesting people and abhishek uh, goel yeah he and i had joined yahoo together we spent a bunch of time together interestingly the two of us had tried starting up together 
so he was very pushy ki I can here's this awesome company can you go talk to them and see what comes of it so met Sachin and Benin had a bunch of interactions loved what they were doing I said yeah this is worth it this can be my startup uh, so joined Flipkart in 2009 September uh, when we were in a two bedroom house about 500 meters from home and told my wife ki chhe mahine mein team bana ke main ghar pe aaunga khana khane ke liye golden word never happened uh, yeah but basically focused on building technology uh, for the first three and a half years that I was there mm-hmm. uh, and super proud of uh, the team that got built uh, right? so both the individuals and the culture uh, that got built in the technology team at Flipkart I continue to consider that as my largest achievement professionally uh, and I think then what the team went on to do was just phenomenal so so the problem solving the ownership uh, the customer centricity uh, so all of those pieces are what in my mind uh, made Flipkart what it became uh, so ran technology for the first three three and a half years and then uh, as I took a break and ran a couple of startups within Flipkart. Uh, ran a payments business called Payzapi. Right. Started a payments business called Payzapi and uh, took over the media businesses, uh, which was ebooks and music. We ran Slide. Yeah, good uh, So, and I was having far too much fun on the side. Sachin, <laughs> Sachin was like, Tu baat ash kar hai. No, but about 10-11 months in and we were struggling with uh, scaling up and with growing and on the people side and Sachin asked me would you uh, do HR um, and I said yes so so for the last two years that I was there I ran HR it's interesting yesterday I also read that Krishna Raghavan is taking over HR at Flipkart so it's like the second time a technology leader is coming in to run HR at Flipkart and uh, yeah. So, post Flipkart, so I was there for the last for the last two years. I ran HR, and then post Flipkart, uh, took about a year, year and a half, to understand myself uh, a lot more. And then once I realized that I was pulled towards uh, people growing, people succeeding, and hence pulled towards education, uh, spent a year just researching education. Uh, post which I started Udyam. Uh, Udyam is now about three years old. Uh, and we can talk more about Udyam. Udyam works on developing human potential mm-hmm. primarily by building entrepreneurial mindsets amongst young people, mostly in state government schools yes. and small entrepreneurs. So let's, let's talk about the fifth card. Really. Sure. Uh, because, uh, you know, uh, I, I mean, I remember the whole music launch. So Basically, all of that. Mm. Uh, a lot of the products and Flipkart was, I mean, Flipkart, you know, fundamentally, the way the company went around experimenting was phenomenal mm. because uh, yeah. India never saw somebody thinking at that scale. Mm. And the whole billion days, even all was uh, final implementation of you know, the scale thinking, right? Uh, so what are some of your key lessons in terms of even scaling tech and products? Because uh, nobody ever, nobody did this before Flipkart. Mm-hmm. 
you know, uh, for example, the music launch. Uh, I mean, I remember, you know, the <laughs> it, it was fun. Yeah. Right? And, uh, oh, it was, it was enormous fun. A lot of emotion, a lot of heart yeah. put into making it happen. <laughs> yeah. It was beautiful. And, yeah. and, and even the books, yeah. like the e-books. Yeah. Right? Uh, but the ability to take a call, like, okay, you know what, this is not working. Yeah. You know, so that I think is most important because Indian companies, Typically, don't do it, and you know you don't find a company taking such decisions. So I'll I'll broaden the question to like what kind of uh, what kind of things I saw Flipkart do, which I don't see in a lot of Indian companies. Um, right? You talked about one of them, which is experimenting, and I think all of us are happy to try, happy to talk about experimentation. But experimentation is also about being able to ruthlessly let go. Yes. Of things that are not working, uh, right? Of being able to like experimenting in in all domains, right? So you decide you want to experiment on people on business and products. But I thought Flipkart did amazing number of experiments with people. Mm-hmm. Uh, right? A technology leader running HR, uh, somebody who'd come from uh, as in building a media company, running online marketing, uh, then going on to run technology. Uh, so the number of just the nature of thinking through how do we experiment and experiments being rooted in core principles. So if you are, if you're experimenting without principles or without insights, your chances of success are generally very, very low. Sometimes you may get lucky, uh, but if you have core principles Mm -hmm. and you have a few customer insights, and you design experiments around that, your chances of success become that much higher. It's not to say that they will always succeed. I'm proud of the Flipkart's failures, right? including flight and pace of the yeah. first launch of large uh, consumable goods and so on. You've failed enormous number of times. Uh, but in some sense, just being able to constantly do that and learn from it. Mm. So that was the other piece that very often you fail and then you blame. Mm. Yeah. You figure out, or in sab ki chori sabko pata hai. Exactly. Right? Everyone knows the theory that oh, failure should be should be celebrated. Nobody right. should blame. But the courage it takes to actually do that is often what's missing. I think the other piece uh, that Flipkart did again very very well was distribution of ownership. Hmm. Uh, right. So not just in terms of stock options. Uh, which is in some sense the organization sharing ownership with others, yeah. but in terms in terms of autonomy, mm. uh, right? In terms of responsibility. So so not once did Sachin or Bini tell me about hey technology I can go please do this. Uh, I, I was reporting into them they could easily do it, but culturally we were a company where hey we trust you, you figure this out, right? You build this organization out. Uh, and I think that trust and that ownership and that responsibility then seeped through. So in as HR, when I would do exit interviews, I would ask people that, hey, what about your Flipkart experience was different? Mm-hmm. And the consistent thread was that I was operating at at least a two-level higher autonomy level than the rest of the than the rest of the world. So which automatically means that hey, people were doing in some sense two x more impact. Uh, yeah. than they would be doing elsewhere. So the same set of people were adding enormous amount of value, which also meant they grew a lot. So people learned a lot at Flipkart. Yes, I think that is, uh, I mean, 
even when I go back to all my all the companies I've worked for, I mean Yahoo. Yeah. I mean, though I think I didn't think we ever crossed Yahoo. No, but I left in two thousand six. Yeah, I left in two thousand nine. Yeah, so there you go. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think it's a slowest company, great culture, but yeah. very slow. Uh, but even some of the companies that I worked for, you know, I, I handled recruitment for a company where I was the fourth employee. Mm-hmm. And my, I mean, I was hired as a product manager. There was no product. <laughs> you know, that, okay, we need to hire engineers. So the fact that you end up doing things which is beyond your capability at that point in time, you know, kind of pushes you and that uh, ownership drives a lot of uh, you know value even going further and Flipkart almost demanded it right yeah. like if you think about it till 2012 we did not have a single person in the team especially in the top leadership team like the top 20 top three layers who was coming from a retail background yeah we are very clear that hey if we don't want people who come with the I know yeah. attitude. We, we want people who are willing to figure this out, hmm. right? And solve it from first principles. Uh, now, in all of this, when you get into the dilemma and debate about, oh, first principles versus go to market, uh, like, hey, you want to go to market fast if you hire a supply chain expert, if you get a retail expert. So, so some of these are actually difficult calls, right? How not to blame when you fail. So I think it is the courage and the conviction to be able to do this. That yeah, I will hire great people, and then they will build value. Uh, and also the confidence, right, to let go. Yeah. You know, because uh, typically, I mean, letting go of that control mm-hmm. needs confidence in that person and in ourselves. And your conviction, right? That huh? That hey, I believe that if we move in this way, this is the only way to build something scalable. I think one of the largest reasons, I'm a Marwari, most of my cousins have not scaled beyond a certain size, yeah. Yeah. is the inability to delegate and trust. Uh, right? So that trust and ownership being shared yeah. Yeah. is a huge thing. So, and you ran the people organization, which is, uh, you know, quite different from what you've done, but I think yeah. that's uh, always uh, something which is... Uh, you know, more impactful mm-hmm. because at scale, and since you probably you worked right from the day one, you know, at day zero, so you have a lot more insights into the culture. But typically, when you see, when you know that you know, people sometimes are there just for a job, they are not mm-hmm. for, you know, you know, giving 2x of their, or even, you know, doing great things. So many, many times after a certain point, you know, in your company, right? So, you always have people who are just in for a job, you know, they'll do the job, go home and, you know, uh, which is different from how you, how you would have liked it, yeah. you know, so, uh, you know, let's say you have to advise to a Series B company because, yeah. you know, that, that whole pain of founders I've seen and, uh, you know, notice that there's a lot of frustration yeah. when you see that happening. So, so I think the answer in some sense comes from the the previous conversation that we were having, it is to actually have the courage to do the right thing. I think the right thing is obvious to everyone. It's about having the courage that how do you ensure that people who are coming in are actually coming in for the right reasons? Uh, because you want hiring to happen faster. Yeah. So exactly. just like this hiring of an expert to have faster go to market, you similarly want a faster hiring, even if it means more money or whatever it means, you want faster hiring so that you can achieve something. But I think this thing about between faster hiring versus 
hey, how much how much thought do you put into the right amount of hiring or the right kind of hiring is is the challenge you think you can delegate the problem to money and i feel like i feel exactly like i don't think money solves problems uh you as founders or you as leadership teams and people in the organization and the startup have to solve problems you can use money so money is a great tool it's a fantastic tool to be used sensibly uh i feel wherever we used money uh without thought uh i felt we basically cut short the flipkart journey uh in many many ways like there's there's no reason flipkart would could not have been a 100 billion dollar company uh barring some of these calls that we that we took yeah. right which is like which are a lot more short term is focused calls if you continue to be a lot more principle centered that hey this is how we're going to build this company you are attacking a large enough market india has massive number of very very large markets so there is no reason for you to actually fall short uh, the reasons are basically self driven that yes. you take short term calls so when you're hiring for example the moment you say that oh i will do whatever it takes i will pay higher than market i will give a joining bonus i will like okay you're making it easy for the people who want money exactly to come on board uh, for the first 3 years for the first 3 and a half 4 years there were enough people having to take a pay cut to join flipkart okay exactly and the people who were taking a pay cut to join flipkart or were negotiating stocks over cash which is still a rarity and like you know that hey those people are going to come and build the company right yeah. so i i don't think that it's a question of do you know or do you not know i'm sure most of the series b founders know it is the courage yeah. and the patience exactly patience right i mean because you know you need to hire you know let's say 100 engineers this quarter and your hr is like you know yeah. let's just throw money I, I do think it's also the skill right like yeah. so the application of thought mm-hmm. in being able to do this yeah. uh, right so very few people even do this basic of hey, every great person that you have in your team if you were to just ask them who were five people that you worked with in your past that you would recommend yeah. and then go chase those five people exactly. right it's it's some of the simplest and most powerful hiring strategy i have found uh that that all that knowledge is sitting inside your organization these people already know your organization their understanding of what would work is just very high yeah so so being able to use that but then now people take the shortcut of oh hum referral program chala dete hain bonus de dete hain aur ye apne aap hone lagega like it doesn't happen like you have to you have to put energy behind it put intention behind it and it takes all of that mm-hmm. and prioritizing that is very difficult you know, oh absolutely the moment you hire hr yeah. you know everything also goes for us <laughs> you know the referral program picks yeah. and yeah. then people are doing it for money then they're going to posting them on facebook twitter everywhere yeah you know um, you get bad quality you know so people are hiring you know referring people who they don't Yeah, yeah. So they're doing it for the for the bonus, yeah, exactly. right? So you you basically screwed up incentives. Exactly. Uh, and and in your blindedness of speed, you let go of that. Yeah. Right. So I think this thing about trading speed and quality and then being principled uh, is basically the founder's job. Yeah. Right. That hey, figuring out hey, where do I need speed and where can I not negotiate. Mm-hmm. uh and flipkart operated at very very high speeds yeah. right but the good part was that we had enough people in a bunch of core areas who for whom work was their pride mm-hmm. right and they just would not would not do shitty work 
Yeah. Uh, right? So as a result, you they would push themselves to get the speed, but ensure that quality was happening. Right? Whether it's engineers, whether it's product guys, whether it's some of the recruiters. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I, it is a HR specifically is a hard problem because not the best talent goes there, uh, yeah. and people don't necessarily think deeply about it. But I also feel that HR is actually very deeply a founder's or a leader's uh, problem. And it cannot be, it just cannot be outsourced. Yeah. I, I think, you know, treating HR as a uh, you know, party <laughs> makers, yeah. I mean, party thinkers, it's, it's probably, it kills the whole idea. Yeah. Because yeah. I have kind of ran the HR for this startup that I worked with. And, uh, you know, I mean, there was a point where I could actually, you know, clearly say that this guy will make it to the third round, will fail in the fourth because of that issue. Yeah, with just one interview, yeah. 15 minutes. So, uh, so I'm right after this conversation, I'm talking to about 10 series of B plus founders, mm-hmm. uh, right? And, and talking about people. And I've now done these a few times to now realize that the kind of things that we just sat and thought and hence started doing about HR are not things that most people even think of. Uh, some of those are ground rules and basics to have, like simple things like salary ranges, know why you're paying someone how much, right? But then some of those are far deeper in terms of, okay, how do I assess ownership? Yeah, it's yeah. great to say that, hey, we want people with ownership, but then you don't stop there. You say that, okay, if you want people with ownership, you need a, you need, you need maybe one or maybe more interview rounds around ownership. Yeah. How do you do it? And then how do you get other people in the organization to start doing it? it requires effort, right? So I run trainings on how do you, how do you assess ownership or how do you assess problem solving? We had, we had a language around, hey, this is a level one problem, this is a level two problem, this is a level three problem based on levels of indifference, like inferences as well as levels of scale and complexity, mm-hmm. which we internally understood that, hey, if you, if this is a, whatever, a senior dev, then like they better be able to solve an L2 problem. If they can't solve an L2 problem and their approach mm-hmm. to an L2 problem is what would determine whether they, they go forward or not. But, but all of this requires effort. Like you can't have great results in hiring without actually having put in work in it. Right. Right. Exactly. And you can outsource that thing. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So you have to think about it. And I, I don't think it's rocket science, Hmm. but at the same time, I don't think, like, I don't think it will happen by just asking someone else to do it. Right. That yeah, talent doesn't yeah. exist. Typical HR company, do they have their own packages? Because yeah. you work in a corporate environment or MC environment, you know, things are very different over there. So, yeah. so I'll give you very simple examples, right? That we had. So when you have a salary range, you have a median. And then one of the principles was that we want to value performance over hiring. Mm-hmm. So as a result, you would only hire in the lower half yeah. of the range, right? Which would ensure that, hey, like you didn't get people from outside mm. and suddenly people who are performing well inside start feeling that, yeah, right? Yeah. Now, now this in, as I say it, this seems obvious, mm. right? But the number of people who again have the courage to do it, yeah. it's like very, very low because it's obvious that, hey, when you are hiring, you have very little data, but then you get emotional about, but look at his profile, look at his resume and so on. <laughs> and then you start making exuberant decisions and they backfire. Exactly. I know so many people who are frustrated because they have been in a company for so long and they suddenly yeah. see somebody else, you know, coming yeah. from outside getting not being salary yeah. and yeah. all that. Right? Thank you for listening to this episode on Next Big Watt Radio. 
do check out our other content that is sure to give you some actionable insights. Make sure to follow us and do share with friends if you enjoyed this.